The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. You are listening to the Fantasy Football Almanac Show. This episode is all about end-of-season roster maintenance. I don't care if you're the best team in the league. I don't care if you're the worst team in the league. The advice I'm going to give you today is going to help you if uh, you're in a keeper or in a dynasty league into 2024. So keep that in mind. I have lines, as always. I have lines from BovadaSportsbook.com. Some intrigue, adding some intrigue to the show. Kind of show you kind of where I'm thinking and where I'm putting my money late in the season. Um, But kind of back to the fantasy football aspect of it. Now, I'm in two leagues that I really care about. And they're pride leagues, meaning I don't put money in. This is like rotating trophies type stuff. This is bragging rights type stuff. I care about those. People always ask, you know, how many leagues are you in? You know, are you in, you know, 30? Are you in 300? I don't play a ton. Usually I'll join, you know, those two leagues take all of my focus when I'm talking about pure fantasy football. In addition to props betting. I do a lot of props betting through Bovada. Um, you know, all of the, the fantasy football analytics that I use, you know, for myself season to season. I tend to go and I use those, um, and I, I play sports props. So that's kind of where I make my money. It's week-to-week type stuff. Um, you know, I, 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 that's, that's just what I like to do. Um, but because I love the bragging rights as well, I, I'm in two different league formats. I'm in the Deep Keeper, where we keep anywhere from four to eight from year to year. You have to keep at least four. You cap at eight. Usually I cap at eight because I like my team. It's an aging team, but I'll get to that. And, and I'm actually following my own advice here. I have an aging team. I might eke into the playoffs with this team. I have the likes of you know Jefferson. He went down and Cousins went down. I have Mahomes. I have Kelsey. Well, the Chiefs offense is down a little bit this year. I have Austin Eckler. I mean, I, I have a team, guys. I have a team. I've built this team. I have Puka Nakua. I got him early in the season. Right. So over the course of this keeper, I usually keep eight. This year, I'm flirting with the idea of trimming down to four or five. Of course, if you read the book, you know I was high on Kyron Williams. So I got the Laker uh, rookie or second year, um, you know, double there. Um, so, yeah, Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, I, I, it's going to be hard to cut either one of them. I probably won't. But either way, right, it's the end of the year. My team is aging. I'm sure you, you, can, you can relate to that if you play in keepers. I need to get younger. But there are some um, opportunities on the waiver wire right now to get younger. Also, I'm in a dynasty league. Now, my dynasty isn't a 100% dynasty. We, we have 22 te- uh, players. We do not field a kicker. I hate kicker. It's the stupid scratch-off ticket of fantasy football. I completely disagree with even having a kicker in play. But you do defense. You have to start two running backs, one wide receiver. We have three flex. Can be running back, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, I said defense and then a quarterback, of course. Um, so And then a tight end. You have to start a tight end. I, we, we have 22 person rosters and we keep 15. So we cut seven. So it's a combination of low level roster players and rookies. But before you make that cut, you want to, you want to try to play free agency and you want to play NFL coaching changes. So I've got about five teams here. Once I kind of made through my notes, figure out who, who I want to pick up, who's the undervalued player right now that might, you know, get a bump. Who's that second year running back. Who's not seeing the field, but after a veteran leaves, they might start seeing the field. I have five teams that basically everything kind of, um, lumps up under them. So I'm going to start right now. I'm going to talk a little bit about the green Bay Packers, the green Bay Packers, this off season, Matt LaFleur's job is safe. Jordan love finally, and for the Packers fans, thankfully, is playing better, right? So now the likes of, say, Christian Watson, the perpetually hurt Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, 
uh, Jaden Reed, they're they're locked in, right? Uh, not so fast. I like Dontavian Wicks. Uh, he's ascending. My big question is because the receivers are so deep, is this going to be like a Kansas City Chiefs situation where he's only going to get three or four receptions a game? I think he's a big player receiver. He has um, the ability to really, you know, kind of take the league by the horns. I think he might. I mean, I think he's the second best receiver. I do honestly think he's going to be better than Romeo Dobbs next year. I don't know about statistical projection. Uh, I'm just talking about the ability to score um, in the NFL field, not necessarily the score in fantasy field. And we'll, we'll do that off-season uh, off analysis. Um, but then we have um, Christian Watson. What's going to happen to him? I think Christian Watson's uh, end-arounds were taken a lot by Jaden Reed, who, who's in there. So Christian Watson, although I still think he has great long-term potential, I'm a little down on Mr. Watson. Um, but I look more, not only Dontavian Wicks, which I think is important, but I look at the running backs because the situation, just in terms of the roster, is going to be interesting. Uh, Aaron Jones was hurt for most of the year this year. It's a bummer, but he has a high cap number. He's going to be a free agent next year, even if he's, I think he's actually still under contract, but he's going to be released. There's no way they're going to keep him at that number. And maybe he'll renegotiate. He's smart enough to do that, I think, because I know I think he understands he's not going to make a ton of money. But I do think Aaron Jones is probably on the outs in Green Bay. I think they're going to go younger. A.J. Dillon is a free agent. I think they'll probably keep A.J. Dillon, but what happens if Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon go away. By the way, um, Patrick as well is uh, is slated to at least be a restricted free agent or a free agent. I've liked, and I've been putting on my waiver list, um, on my mail list, by the way, you can mail me at sean at thefunctionalsportsaholic.com. You can go to thefunctionalsportsaholic.com, sign up for uh, you know the, the free updates, and I'll get you um, you basically my waiver picks every week. But I've had Emmanuel uh, Wilson on my list for a while. He's been on the IR, but he was somebody who took kind of camp by storm. I think he was either a seventh round pick or undrafted or whatever. Um, he has a chance to make some noise with his coaching staff. They already like him and there might be basically a path to getting meaningful touches next year, depending on what happens contractually. So in terms of running backs, everybody wants a running back in terms of running backs. He's free right now. If you can spare the roster space, he's a great guy to pick up. Um, in terms of tight ends, you know, I still think Musgrave is better than Kraft. If Musgrave happens to be under waivers because of his, you know, kidney issue, then you should probably pick him up. Um, but, you know, he's probably on really, really deep dynasty teams. He's probably there. Um, but uh, Musgrave, I would definitely pick up if he's uh, injured. Now, Green Bay Packers, because of the surging efforts of one um, Jordan Love, Green Bay's Super Bowl odds are soaring as well. Bavada has them at plus 8,500 to win the Super Bowl, which is pretty cool. I mean, they were much lower before, so everything is going well there. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to move on to the Cincinnati Bengals, an interesting organization. Now, Dynasty Leagues, I think we're on this, you know, when my book came out this year, they were already on top of, you know, some, uh, you know, the, the, the receiver and the running back there. Let me just say this. Tyler Boyd, free agent. T. Higgins, free agent. I would think it would be a massive mistake for Cincinnati to let both of those receivers go in free agency. I know they, they've already extended Burrow. I know that they have to extend Jamar Chase. They have to. Um, but what does that mean? Does that mean that the Bengals, I think, can spend on one more offensive skill player, right? Is it going to be Joe Mixon? I do not think so. I think Joe Mixon's gone. For that reason, I think you should definitely be stashing Chase Brown if he's available. Now, deep dynasty leagues, he's probably already gone. But for your keeper leagues and for anybody else who's out there, he actually had a really nice Monday night football game this week. Uh, but he's the guy that you want to pick up. In terms of receivers, I think the receiver to pick up is Andre Yosivas. 
I think that um, I think he has looked the best of all the rookie receivers. I think he'll have the carve niched out for him if one of these receivers leaves. And I think there will definitely be one of these two guys leaving, Higgins or Boyd. I just don't think they're going to pay either one of them. They'll command too much money. My guess is they'll probably let Higgins walk and keep Boyd if it were me. I would let Boyd walk and keep Higgins. We'll see what the Bengals do. Either way, I like Yosivas as uh, as your pickup. So if you're a Bengals fan or if you're not, if you need receivers in fantasy football and you're in a dynasty league, he'll probably be available for you. And I think he's a really, really great stash for you going into the 2024 season. The Cincinnati Bengals, even with um, Browning's miraculous, I mean, not miraculous, but phenomenal game on Monday Night Football, the Cincinnati Bengals line to win the Super Bowl is plus 20,000, um, according to Bavada. And I, th- I think that's... Uh, I'm not putting my money on Cincinnati. Let me just say that. If I could bet against Cincinnati and win the Super Bowl, I would. That's not the way it works. Uh, the next team I'm going to talk about here is the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Now, I've I've been kind of having some arguments arguments with my friend. That's spirited. Just a little disagreement here and there. I've felt all along. McDaniels, first of all, I thought he was a trash hire. I've always felt McDaniels is trash. We saw it in Denver. I didn't think anything would be different with the Raiders, and I was correct, okay? The only thing I was wrong about with respect to the Raiders is that um, they didn't um, create a massive work share with respect to the running back position. Josh Jacobs had a ton of work share, a high percentage, highest in the league last year. Um, the the failing of this coaching staff is they went away from the run game this year and tried to throw it all over the field. It was crazy with Garoppolo. Don't get me started. Uh, but the Raiders, what do I like about them? Well, currently, they have Devontae Adams. Now, will they end up trading him to the Jets? I, t- I think so. I think, you know, the Jets, you know, they want to they keep Aaron Rodgers happy. I think the Jets will trade them. I think the new regime that comes in there, whoever the new general manager and coach are going to be, I think they'll be willing to deal Adams for picks. So I think that's going to happen. But right now, they have Adams. They have Jacoby Myers. I like him. Right now, they have Hunter Renfro. They have Trey Tucker, a, rece- uh, a rookie receiver who's, who's, I think, really good. He's basically, I think, was drafted to be um, Renfro's replacement. You have Michael Mayer, who is the most physically dominant tight end in the league outside of maybe, maybe Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey, but they never throw to him, right? So is Michael Mayer worth stashing for next year? Absolutely. Because imagine this scenario, and I don't think it's a crazy one based on the offensive talent I just mentioned. Their offensive line's fine. They have Max Crosby and the defensive field. They have a lot of really good players. They have just been massively undercoached, in my opinion. Imagine if you're Ben Johnson from Detroit. Now, if I'm Ben Johnson and the Los Angeles Chargers job opens up, that's the one I'm taking. And I think everybody knows that's what's going to happen. But let's just pretend, what's my second choice if I'm Ben Johnson? Like New England, if that job opens up, they got nothing at quarterback, man. Nothing there. Um, I'm trying to think of another bad team. Let's say the Bears open up. Well, it has some interest. It has some interest. They have some good players, DJ Moore, a um, couple good running backs on the roster. But and and a couple, you know, very early draft picks. But when did Ben Johnson, after he took over play calling, he had a veteran quarterback. Do you really think he wants to go to like a rookie quarterback or try to get moving with Jordan Love? I just don't think so. If I'm Ben Johnson and they pay me enough at, at, at you know in Las Vegas, I really give this Raiders team a strong look because they're pretty built. Not only that, and you're saying, oh, what about quarterback, right? You're not going to go with Garoppolo and they're not. They're not going to go, well, I mean, they might go with Aiden O'Connell. I think he's been pretty good. But what if Minnesota, for some reason, moves on from Kirk Cousins? I know that I'm, this is just, you know, throwing things out in the air. But the Raiders, with Ben Johnson, a veteran quarterback with that level of skill, 
that would be a pretty darn good fit. They have a decent defense. They could re-sign Josh Jacobs. They could trade Devontae Adams away for capital um, and, you know, basically route the, re- the, the, the receiving offense through Jacoby Myers or, you know, vice versa. You can trade Jacoby Myers away and, and stick with Devontae Adams. No, no harm, no foul there, right? Devontae Adams is still pretty good. Um, but that could be a damn good team. And back to Michael Mayer. Imagine if Ben Johnson it takes over that team. You don't think Michael Mayer can do what Laporta's doing in Detroit this year? Michael Mayer, depending on the head coach and, and the Raiders, could be a top five tight end next year. And for most of the leagues out there, you can have him for free. I would definitely pick him up. In terms of running backs, again, like, let's just say Ben Johnson or somebody else, more than likely this is going to be a work share situation. Uh, Jacobs could be gone. Zamir White, I would pick him up. I tend to think they'll probably bring somebody in in free agency, like a Deontay Foreman, a cheap guy, a journeyman who's really good when he gets the ball, Rashad Penny. You know, these kinds of guys are going to be cheap. I would probably, if I was the Raiders organization, let Jacobs walk or, you know, sign him if they can't, if he can't find a better deal out there. Um, but it'll probably be a work share, so they'll get a receiving back. That could be Amir Abdullah next year. I don't think it will be. It could be a rookie. I think there's a high likelihood it's a rookie. Um, could be, um, you know, Zamir White. Um, he's going to be under roster. So we'll see. Uh, most likely scenario at running back to me is Zamir White. Um, I, I think Jacobs walks. I think Zamir White will get a lot of carries, you know, and then uh, and then they'll you know pick up a, a receiving specialist. The Las Vegas Raiders, according to Bavada, are plus forty thousand to win the Super Bowl. You know, the AFC. I wouldn't put my money on it, but the AFC is a lot more open than it was to me three or four weeks ago. I had Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl before the Burrow injury, um, and you know definitely don't have them winning the Super Bowl now. The Kansas City Chiefs aren't looking great. The Miami Dolphins seem to struggle with, you know, teams that are really strong and winning. Baltimore, I've always had my questions about Baltimore and their ability to come back and face adversity. Like if they're losing by two or three scores, is their team going to shut down? Um, I don't know. They're going to face that adversity at some point. We'll get the answer. I will say Baltimore's playing than any better than any time I've seen them under the Lamar Jackson era. So I'm really interested to watch and see what happens. And the NFC South teams are really good. You know, if Houston keeps improving, can they not beat somebody, right? Jacksonville, you know, we'll see what happens with Trevor Lawrence's injury, but he'll be back. You know, it's a high ankle sprain. It'll take a couple weeks probably. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is this is a wide-open AFC. It's going to be fun to watch. Once again, uh, Las Vegas, according to Bavada, is at plus 40,000 to win the Super Bowl. Um, speaking of Baltimore, Baltimore is my second-to-last team on the list, this list here of, you know, teams that could affect or impact uh, your fantasy football free agency. So let me say this, you know, Odell Beckham, is he going to be under contract next year? I don't really know. And to, to some extent, I don't really care, right? I think Zay Flowers is your guy. And if uh, Odell leaves, you know, Baltimore might be able to sign, you know, one of these good uh, receiving free agents. And, th- and that's fine. I, I don't really th- think that's going to impact the numbers. Mark Andrews will be back. You know, Isaiah likely, I would definitely pick him up now. Um, and I think he is a tight end of the future, possibly, or maybe that he'll play well enough this season to make this like a two tight end type system next year. Um, but I think Isaiah likely is more of a 2023 play than he is a future play, although I don't think he can go wrong with either scenario. Um, but, but what I would do, take a look at the running back situation. Gus Edwards, free agent. J.K. Dobbins, off of injury, going to be a free agent. What they're going to have on the roster next year is Justice Hill and Keaton Mitchell. Now, Keaton Mitchell's gone, but Justice Hill has not, um, not really done well with his opportunity. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. He got injured. It's not that he hasn't done well. I think he's probably still averaging well over four, four, five yards of carry like he always does. But the thing is, he's not ascending past Gus Edwards. <clears throat> but if Gus is gone and J.K. Dobbins is gone, 
I tend to think Justice Hill will actually have the starting power running back responsibilities. I do think he'll be the guy scoring touchdowns next year. And Keaton Mitchell will definitely be a high-impact, get high-touch guy. Um, so I think both of those guys will have value, much like Gus Edwards and Keaton Mitchell have today. So because I think there's going to be some flux with the starters there, I would stash Justice Hill and certainly Keaton Mitchell if available, but he won't be. But Justice Hill, there's a really good chance in your dynasty and keeper leagues that he is available because he's not getting you anything this season. You can stash him. Baltimore Ravens, according to Bavada, plus 600 to win the Super Bowl. Um, they have a good shot, guys. They have a good shot. Uh, last team I'm going to talk about is the Los Angeles Chargers. I touched on them a little bit earlier. There is no way this coaching staff survives. They are gone. Justin Herbert will definitely be there. <clears throat> now, Mike Williams signed an extension in the offseason, so he'll be there. If for some reason somebody, like a moron, waved Mike Williams in your league when it's a keeper or a deep keeper— uh, or a dynasty, pick Mike Williams up. He should be on your roster. If you don't have a, uh, an injury slot, just stash him on the bottom of your roster and take advantage next year. Uh, but what I'm looking at is, okay, so new coaching regime. Are they really going to want to uh, franchise Austin Eckler again? I don't really see the point in that. Um you know, he's getting older. I think the most likely scenario is that Kellen Moore takes over the offensive, uh, basically the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, takes over the head coaching job. Um, and I think Austin Eckler is going to be too expensive. I think he'll let Austin Eckler go. That means maybe pick up Joshua Kelly. However, Joshua Kelly, I think, is a free agent this year as well. And I don't really love what I've seen from him anyway. So next man on the totem pole, Isaiah Spiller. He's available for free. You can stash him. Stash as many of these players as you like, by the way. But you can stash Isaiah Spiller on your roster and see what happens in free agency. See what happens, um, you know, in the NFL draft. And I do think the Chargers would probably add a running back in the NFL draft. Um, and then, by the way, guys, I mentioned his name before, Deontay Foreman. He might be on rosters because, you know, when he plays, he's on IR, I think, right now. But when he plays, he plays well. You know, guys like these journeyman guys that are going to be free agents— um, there are a lot of holes at running back for these teams, and they don't like to invest money. So if these guys, if these teams whiff on running backs in the draft, a guy like Foreman, a guy like Rashad Penny, who hasn't sniffed the field this year in uh, in Philadelphia, those guys will be good. By the way, Tajay Spears, I know he's rostered everywhere, and you know he should be. I don't think the Titans are going to bring back Henry next year in free agency. Maybe they do, maybe they do, but I don't think they will. Um, you got other guys, uh, Calvin Ridley's going to be a, a free agent. So maybe a guy like Zay Jones in Jacksonville might be a good pickup. Um, you know, there's some other guys, Dalvin cook is going to be a fantastic one. He's awful this year. He's not gonna be able to help you out, but imagine, imagine if Kellen Moore takes over the Los Angeles chargers job, Austin Eckler leaves Dalvin cooks there as a cheap option. He's younger by the way, than Austin Eckler. That would be a fantastic pickup if you could get Dalvin Cook in that offensive system, in that scenario. So Dalvin Cook's going to be, he's going to have some juice next year. He's available pretty much everywhere, even in dynasty leagues. Um, I'd definitely pick him up and stash him. So you're going to get the idea. Try to think about what's going to happen in free agency. Try to think about which coaches are going to be fired. Figure out, and uh, you know, you can go to different resources for the free agents. I think Spotrack uh, is is a fantastic um um, you know, source. That's what I use to see who the, the free agents are going to be. Check those, um, you know, resources out. And then not only, you know, look for unheralded guys, you know, career backups that might get the opportunity to start like a Joshua Kelly, even though it's a bad example, because I don't like him, but think about guys like Joshua Jacobs. If he leaves the Raiders, what impact will that have on the Raiders? That's where you really get 
your uh, your value. And then if you have one of these guys stashed, think about draft day. Like if Josh Jacobs goes and suddenly it's looking like Zamir White is going to be the starter in the Raiders and you stashed him this year, what can you trade him for in draft season next year? Like can you trade him for a second or even a first round pick for somebody who's a Raiders fan for some reason? Who knows? But the point is use the bottom of your roster. There's no reason to carry two defenses into next season. There's no reason if you're in a kick, you know, a league with a kicker, if you're not in the playoffs, wave your kicker and stash somebody for crying out loud. You don't need a kicker. You can replace kicker. You know, so do that. Make the roster moves. Build the the potential of the bottom of your bench. And even if you don't use them, you can use them as trade bait. And that's the key. So there you go. There's the show. End of season roster maintenance. Oh, I didn't tell you, by the way. Uh, the Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers at plus 12, uh, 12,500, plus, you know, basically 12,500 to win the Super Bowl, according to Bovada. So there's another entry for you on the list. Um, you take a look at, just try to, once again, think of the coaches that are going to be fired. Think of the players that are going to be moving on in free agency and what the impact to your organization is going to be. Not only to the player moving, but to the depth behind that player that is moving. And uh, and you won't be steered wrong. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with another episode. Check us out, thefantasyfootballalmanac.com. Sign up for the mail list, baby. You'll know when the book is up, and then you'll also get the waiver wire advice and all that stuff. All the goodies. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next time.